Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. I'm going to blame it on my parents. I don't care how old I am. What are you going to blame? That I can't be on time to anything. Well, why is it their and fault? It's totally their fault. I'm sure they were trying to do their best. <laughs> Let me explain that they got their second shot the other day. And their appointment was at 1.15 p.m. They got there at 11 a.m. My mom gets to everything so early, like obnoxiously early, because she uh. just prepares for the worst to happen, and she doesn't want to be late. And, and that's fine. It all worked out for them. So what? You had to go the opposite direction? You're like Ozzy Osbourne's yes. kids who like barely ever use a curse word, and yes. every time he speaks, he's cursing? Yes. Like, it's so bad. I, I sat in so many parking lots waiting out that extra hour and a half until things started, and it was torture. Do you know what I mean? My brother's like think punching that that would me. Make you a very patient oh, person. It's the worst. It was the worst. And so now I really I can't be on time. Yeah, I see yeah, what you mean. Yeah. yeah, it's like the preacher's kid who has to get into all the trouble. Oh, I right? dated that guy. Oh, you did? <laughs> he was a fun <laughs> he was guy. A mess, yeah. <laughs> uh, seven seven five zero nine four nine. Sometimes it's that, or sometimes you do exactly the same thing as your parents, and they messed you up that way. What was it for you? Well, growing up, we I'm from a big family. Both of my parents are from a big family. My dad worked for the church uh-huh. and we would get a lot of food from the church oh. and sometimes the food that was given to the church was a little bit towards the expiration date mm-hmm. and so, you know, you always had to kind of check the corners of your bread. You had to smell the milk. You had to smell the yogurt <laughs> and to this day, I, I consistently OCD do this. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm afraid of what I'll find. Like, but <laughs> I come from a family that you don't waste food, right? If yeah. there's a little piece of green on the corner of the cheese, you cut it off and you keep eating it. Right. Oh, my gosh. Which you, which you, you can do. It. You just got to keep your eyes and ears and oh nose my. open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, clearly, I buy everything when I go to the store. I check the expiration date. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. store, and I have to smell the milk before I pour it. Yes, yeah. me too. And OCD things. I totally get that. Yeah. Don't you do that too? No, I just no. dump it in and then eat the chunky milk by accident. Oh, it's awful. Man. I know, I know. <laughs> give me a stomach ache just thinking about it. Uh, my parents mess me up. It happens. <laughs> parents do that. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. How about you? Did they mess you up too? I was a judge's daughter for when I was in high school in a small town here in, in Arizona and I was the most incorrigible teenager you could have <laughs> ever met. Wait, you were a what daughter? My mother was a judge. Oh, my gosh. So you had to rebel against that. Yes, yes, I did. And I rebelled and I rebelled. Did you ever have to go in front of her, like in in the courtroom? Did you ever get in trouble? You did? Yes. (laughs) Me and my friends, we got busted by the cops at a beer party. And (laughs) we had to go to court. And she basically slapped on my foot on the wrist, you know, and then told them that She's going to make an example of what you do next time. She slapped your friends on the wrist and then made an example out of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course she did. Judge's daughter. Oh, man. You I can't be, even imagine. you got to be nuts. You know, you got to... Called into that courtroom. Oh, my gosh. Oh, great. It's and, my and mom. imagine being the mom <laughs> when your kid's, like, trying to so rebel against you. Oh. <laughs> Both sides yes, are just humiliated. Yes. Yeah, you know, there are so many things people are questioning in their lives. Oh, yeah? Happens to me every day. (laughs) (laughs) Anything in particular? Uh, Well, (laughs) yeah. you know. 
I <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. But, but first, this morning. Harris sent us an email to Greg and Mayor at MixFM.com. You can, too, anytime you want. He says, hey, guys, I need some guidance on a pretty delicate situation. My wife and I have been married for four and a half years, together for seven. We met in high school when she was a cheerleader and I was a wrestler. Oh. She's a wonderful person. But six months ago, she was laid off from her work. And ever since then, she has been medicating, he puts in quotes. Oh, no. With ice cream. Oh, well, I don't want to judge. <laughs> ben and Jerry's, Dairy Queen, Klondike bars. Every day she eats ice cream. Sounds delicious. And she's looking less and less like the woman I fell in love with. Harris goes on. He says, here's the problem. I want to be honest with her about my worries about her health, but I'm worried she'll be offended that I'm bringing up her weight. But as her husband... Shouldn't I be the one person who could be the most honest with her? I was, if I was drinking too much, he says, or getting high all the time, I know she wouldn't hold back on me. I know society thinks women shouldn't have to look a certain way, and I guess that's fair, but my girl doesn't look like she used to anymore. He says, is it wrong of me to feel that way? How can I get her to change her habits without making her angry? I don't know what to do. Signed, Harris. Mm. Well, bravery points for Harris. Oh my gosh! For walking into that no, minefield, I can't even. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, we go through times in our lives. It's roller coasters, right? Yeah, and yeah. sometimes you might be forty pounds more. Sometimes you might be ten pounds more. You know what I mean? But expecting yes. your girl to look like she did in high school, well, I don't know. It seems seems a little yeah. extreme to me too. But let's grab a call here from Rich at seven seven five zero nine four nine. What do you think, Rich? Well, he's got to tell her. He has, absolutely has to say something because it's only going to get worse. And oh. If he doesn't say anything now, I tell my girls if she uh, puts on some <gasps> pounds, you have to. Oh. You do? And how does that go down? Absolutely. She wants me to be honest with her just like I'd want her to be honest with me. So I I joked around with her saying, you know, next time we float down the Salt River, you won't need a tube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, my God. So and how gotta, long have you, you been married? <laughs> uh, we're actually getting married next February. Uh, oh, oh. Wow, she's still ready <laughs> to go through with it, huh? She's still, hey, absolutely. Well, good for you guys, man. You figured out a way to tease hey. each other into submission. She might be crying <laughs> in her bathroom right now without him knowing. <laughs> you guys have a good day. You too, man. Thank you. It's uh, Greg and Bear in the morning here at 775-0949. Mary? I just lost my husband to COVID in January. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. And in 27 years, oh my gosh, he never once told me I was too fat. Oh. Uh-huh. At one time, I had gained 50 pounds, and never once did he say to me that he only loved me for my body. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, so you I'm lost so a good dude. So sorry. He was a keeper. You know. He was. <laughs> Didn't get to, but he was. Yeah. But yeah. So let man love her. Don't love her body. Yes. It's about who your soul is, isn't it? Words of wisdom. Exactly. Mary, we're yeah. sorry for your loss. Thank you for your call Thank this you. morning. 
Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Listen to that. What's his name, Harris? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little words of wisdom there. Yeah, yeah. Know what's important in life, and it's not the high school cheerleader body. Yeah, well, Sorry. <laughs> here's the thing. I think a lot of times, you know, I think you hit on something pretty important there at the beginning, which is life is up and down. Yeah, and, yeah. And we have to cope with it as well. And being in the marriage is like being there for your person when they're struggling. Yeah, and isn't Ben and Jerry's a lot better than like... Alcohol. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like they're, you know, choose your your drug. Pick your poison. Yes, exactly. And it could be worse. Yes, yeah. could be worse. So you know, when she bounces back, when she gets past this this road, the pandemic has caused chaos in a oh lot of people's gosh. lives. Oh my gosh! I mean, people's weight—it's been very difficult. Yeah, people are gain. You know, they gained weight. It is what it is. You shouldn't Absolutely. beat yourself up over it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Well, anytime you've got a situation for "Am I Wrong?" You just hit us up, Greg and Mayor at mixfm.com. What's on Greg's list? Old kids' clothes, furniture from the eighties. Not Craig's list. Greg's list. Seems there's been some editing out of Dr. Seuss books lately. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. if you saw the news story, but apparently there's something and, offensive. And there. I, I didn't know. really read the whole thing yet. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's been found objectionable either. All I know is that times are constantly changing. And it can be hard to keep up with what's okay and what's not, especially when you're trying to explain things to a child. So I've put together a list of the top woke children's books. Woke as in uh, Usain Woke, by the way. I'm like falling over my chair right now. <laughs> yes, we want to keep you socially aware. Okay, yeah. okay. So the top woke children's books. Horton Hears a Marginalized Voice. Are You There, Non-Denominational Deity? It's me, Margaret. These are the top woke children's books. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter and the Culturally Appropriated Stone. Anne of Green Energy. Top woke children's Nice, books. nice, nice. Uh, James and the Locally Sourced Organic Peach. Now that one I'll buy. <laughs> <laughs> I finally got one for you. Uh-huh. The Little Engine That Could Be Converted to All Electric. Oh, see, it's important. These are the waste, top. Yeah, why, why ruin our environment with all that locomotive steam and coal and everything? But we get to keep the paper bag princess just as it is. Oh, it's just the best. I don't book know in anything about the paper bag princess. She doesn't need a prince. She, oh, see, she's got it. Yeah, it just may, missed the cutoff <laughs> for the top woke children's books. Here's number one, by the way: green eggs and plant-based ham. Perfect. You're t- Top Woke Children's Book. <laughs> what is parenting happiness? Well, it's a lot of things. But specifically, we're thinking about the things that you never get, that you just would consider bliss if for a moment you came downstairs and found a clean floor. <laughs> Parenting happiness would be a clean floor. It sure would. That you didn't have to pick up all the toys and put them away. It sure would. The shoes would be where they belong. That is parenting happiness. Parenting happiness yeah. would be your teenager not talking back. <laughs> yes. Being all sassy pants all the time. Just coming up and giving you a big hug and saying, Mom, I love you. Yeah, which she does, but then it flip-flops to the evil stepsister. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, Parenting happiness is finding out your partner has already fed and bathed the children. And all you have to do is cuddle and tuck them in. Parenting happiness. What else? 
parenting happiness is that your kids just eat their vegetables without complaining. <laughs> they go outside when you say, go outside. Parenting happiness is hearing children say, Mom, I want more broccoli, please. <laughs> uh, 520-775-0949. Would you like to fill in that blank? Parenting happiness is what? Letting you, I don't know, <laughs> nap, do anything, oh. <laughs> hang out with your spouse. Have an uninterrupted phone call. Watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting happiness is a clean floor. What else? Parenting happiness. What can you think of? Good morning. Uh, happiness would be having my kids grow up and being successful in life. Oh, yeah. That yes. would be happiness, wouldn't it? Oh, man. Yeah. You raised them right. Knowing, that I, knowing I did something right. Yeah, yeah exactly. instead of them sleeping on the couch till they're 40. That's my fear. <laughs> right. Very good. Thank you very much. 94.9 Mix FM. Parenting happiness is having your adult children happy with a partner living outside the house. That's kind of a sadness part when they leave, oh. but uh, and be, but being productive members of society. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that is good. I mean, isn't that what we're all hoping for? Uh-huh. Uh, I think so. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I, you ever seen Step Brothers? <laughs> it's my fear. Will Ferrell and John, what's his name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 520 Parenting happiness. Oh, parenting happiness is waking up alone in the bed <gasps> without, without, without anybody crawling all over you. <gasps> they, uh, you wake up naturally. And Isn't that a good feeling? Stretched all, you're just stretched, covering the entire bed for once. <laughs> they let you sleep in. Oh, my god! That gosh. is some parenting happiness you know, right there. Parenting happiness is them doing the dishes, <gasps> cleaning the floor, acting like they see the mess. and, and Not ignoring it. Waking up from your nap, coming downstairs, your house is like pristine, and, and dinner's made, and it's low carb. I had one of those awesome moments over the weekend. Uh-huh. Parenting happiness. I came out to brew the coffee Saturday morning, and my daughter, without me saying anything, was outside picking up the dog poop. What? I was like, oh that's gosh. some parenting what happiness right this? there. This poor child. <gasps> she's an awesome kid. Uh, parenting happiness sweet. is discovering the next load of laundry to fold is just six bath towels and not 47 <laughs> pieces of tiny human clothing. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh, a mom happiness is going to the dryer and not having six loads in there at once. <laughs> All stuffed in. You oh can gosh. only really do one at a time. The fire hazard <laughs> not, going not, there. not in my house. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. Listener right Brenda works in a care facility. She's a caregiver taking care of others. And, and now you've got a big thing coming up. What's that? I'm like not thrilled about getting the, va- the vaccine, but oh, the vaccine. I'm going to go get the vaccine this week. <laughs> good, good. Probably going to be a good thing yeah. in your line of work. Yeah, That's probably pretty important. I mean, I've already had COVID, so I mean... Oh, you did? Why not? Oh, you did. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. During Christmas, I had um, COVID. I was off for three weeks. Um, spent four days in the hospital. <gasps> I couldn't breathe. Oh, my gosh. They wanted to put me on the respirator, but um, I denied. I was like, no, if it's help me, whatever you can. I don't want to be one of those people who... It's not, like, absolutely necessary that someone else could probably use it more. Mm. I had pneumonia right after. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It was just like 
it was like that black cloud that just never leaves your side, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're pretty, like, lucky, right? Because a lot of people, when they get to the respirator... That's serious. Yeah. That's in pneumonia? Serious. Like, yeah, so... so I started so, developing pneumonia, I think, after, like, a week and a half to two weeks. Um, I just... My lungs just hurt so bad, and they were telling me that... If you get COVID, don't lay down flat. You have to sit up. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. Have you heard yeah, about that, Yeah, Mary? I heard don't lay on your back. Like, lay on your stomach or something? Yeah, or kind of sit up, sit yeah, slightly elevated, yeah. you know? I mean, I think I do up. that with any type of sinus infection anyway, because yeah. I can't sleep because I'm hacking all night. I know. It's so, so scary. My One of my cousins uh, just ended up in the hospital, I guess. Now she's got the pneumonia from COVID. That's scary stuff. And it started out pretty mild, and now it's gotten pretty serious. So It's so hard, because there are some people who, like, no symptoms, as you know, yeah, you know, or yeah. some people I know who they were sick a day. They're like, not a big deal. Don't worry about right, it. Right. But then, you know, the next person who's been in the hospital and you're like, well, right. you don't know where it's going to land on you, you know? Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. I just wish there was a way we could know, like, yeah. I have this blood type and that means I'm in trouble or yeah. I have this blood type and that means it's not going to be a big deal for me. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. is. Uh-huh. I think we'll figure that out at some point, but not yet. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Procrastinators unite. I'm here for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, it's a habit, and you beat procrastination the same way you break a bad habit, through interrupting your old patterns Oof. and practicing new ones. So I'm going to kind of walk you through what they say with science to do. First, ask yourself what you're stressed about in the moment when you're procrastinating against stuff. You know, identify the source of your stress. Sometimes it loosens the grip. Then the next thing you need to do, Greg, this is very important. Spend one minute working on what you were avoiding. Just one minute. Send the email. Make the call. You know, fold one load of laundry. Write one sentence. Read one line. Whatever you need to do. Just do it for, you know, one minute. And research shows that 80% of the time you'll keep going once you start. Yeah. You're capable of doing the work. You've just trained yourself not to do it when you're feeling stressed about other things. So get off that social media. Stop procrastinating. I see this with, with my daughter and all the work that they have to do at home. And it's just procrastination, procrastination. Doesn't want to do it. She's stressed about certain things. Doesn't know. She's too young to identify it. You know what I mean? And it's, oh, walking them through it. How dare you make me look in the mirror? I know. I know. <laughs> we all do it. I mean, I, I huge. It's usually the whole thing about how you don't know where to begin. You don't know what to do. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I, I that's am, the hard part. I emptied my whole closet and it's in my, it's in my bathroom right now. And I don't know where to even, I did the first step and now I look at it and I can't. Like, I don't know how. <laughs> like, I need someone to come in who knows how. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, my daughter would love that job. <laughs> my brain is like exploding yeah. every time I go in there. No, that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, why is it going to be so hard? Okay, <laughs> 644 with Greg and Mary in the morning. Just know that if you're procrastinating on something, paying yeah. a bill or yeah. whatever, doing some research, we're right there with you yes. this morning. What's your name? Kirk. Kirk, here we go with our 652 Pop Q. Question number one. Chip Gaines from Fixer Upper has a book coming out March 16th. If you pre-order it, you could score a thousand bucks. He's hiding $1,000 checks in 10 of his new books. In which Texas town do Chip and Joanna Gaines live and work? Waco, Texas. Waco, Waco. is correct. 
By the way, their Magnolia restaurant was flooded in, uh, by the busted water pipes oh. in the big Texas freeze a couple oh. weeks ago. Well, lucky yeah. they know how to fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Question number two. Eddie Murphy says Louis Anderson only got into the original Coming to America because Paramount insisted they needed a white person in the film, so they chose Louis because he was, quote, the funniest white guy around. Louis Anderson is uh, the guy from this scene. You know, I started on cleanup just like you guys, but now... See, I'm washing lettuce. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling. Oh, in. yeah, the big bucks. What's the name of the McDonald's knockoff restaurant where the guys all worked in Coming to America? McDougal's. Oh, you're close. Oh. You're so close. Oh, you I want to try again? Uh. <laughs> McDowell's. Yeah. We were looking for McDowell's. Isn't that the same thing? Pretty close. <laughs> and question number three. One of the celebs who put a million dollars of her own money into COVID vaccine research got her shot this week. She shared a little message with everybody. Don't be such a chicken squat. Get out there and get shot. <laughs> who is she? Dolly Parton. That's Dolly. I mean, she still looks awesome. 75 years old. I know. Yeah. She even twisted the, the lyrics to her song Jolene into vaccine. Uh, and she sounds great when she sings. She's still her. got a great voice. And anyway. I love that she owns all her plastic surgery. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, she's had plenty. Kirk, way to go. Thanks for playing the game. You went two for three today. Two for three. Thank you, sir. Three for Thursday, Greg. It's that time. Oh, it's time for three for yeah, Thursday. And, and I get to pick the topic today because you got it last oh. week. So I'm going to go with top three people who would be your hall pass. Who would be the one if you could go kissy kissy or go out on a date with besides your spouse or your person. Who would it be? And no one, no one local. I mean, like. Are you try- well, thank you. Yes. I feel like you're always trying to cause trouble in my home life. Does this cause problems? Is that part of your plan? Uh, your master plan? No, no, no. I'm sure I would love to know Kim's list. I know it's long. Okay. Well, why don't you go first then? Since okay. you've obviously been well, thinking I, I, about this. I just this. can't just go three. I mean, let's. <laughs> Yes, you can. Mark it's Ruffalo, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pat. Okay, Chris, that's it. Wait, wait, Pierce Brosnan. Nope, you're out. What about Hallmark Channel guys? You're or all out. Or the big three, but the two of the three. You're yeah, out. Okay. You're out. <laughs> Pick your three and be done. Okay. Mark Ruffalo was on your list? I love him. Oh, my God. Oh, he's so deep. <laughs> I want that deep meaning, like, we could have real conversation and go to a coffee okay. shop. Like, yeah. Yeah. With somebody who hasn't bathed in a week and a oh, half. That Wouldn't pheromones, that be nice? The oh, pheromones oh, the, are oh, fierce sure. with him. Oh, I know it. I know that'd be just oh, that, my gosh. that energy with us. You are the worst. Huh? <laughs> Three for Thursday. Uh-huh. And the and the category is what? Your your hall pass. If you could have a little hall pass. <laughs> Craig. This just makes me so embarrassed. Oh no. You're gonna see that I have a type. Oh no. I'm gonna go. Oh no. I mean, I hope it's not Pam Anderson. Do I put Jessica Alba on that list? Maybe. I'll put Jessica Alba. Okay. All right. Uh, White House reporter Haley Jackson. Do you know who she is? Oh my gosh. Is she like 90? (laughs) (laughs) What if she was? Wouldn't that be a compliment? Oh my gosh. She's not 90. Okay. Very attractive. And kind of like your Mark Ruffalo pick. 
where you could have, you know, like really the yes, uh, serious yes. questions, the yes. serious issues. Yes, life meaning conversations. <laughs> Not that I can't do that with my wife. We're doing that a lot more these days, oh, good, which is good, good, good too. Good. I'm just putting Hallie in there for that reason. Okay. And let's go Gal Gadot. Yeah, Gal Gadot. I mean, oh, Wonder yeah. Woman. Yeah, Israeli She's actress. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman probably used to be on that list, too. Yeah, she's also an Israeli actress. Why Honor- don't you honorable go, mention. Why don't you go to Israel? Pick out the girls there. Okay. Visit my brother. Well, here's the thing. I'm married. Oh, yeah. I have an awesome wife here in Tucson. I mean, your wife's closer list to home. is way bigger, I'm sure, than yours is. <laughs> and now if you know my wife, you'll understand why I'm attracted to her. She looks like a, she does. an amalgamation That's of right. those three people. She really does. She's beautiful. Meredith has selected a category for three for Thursday. <laughs> it's going to get me in trouble at home and Maris just enjoying all oh, of it. Oh, I love the awkwardness. I, Your hall pass. My husband would, it would be Judge Judy 100% <laughs> if he could. <laughs> That's his girl. Well, she's got the empire, man. Yeah, yeah. She's a rich girl. All right, so who's uh, th- three for three on your Hall pass for three for Thursday this morning. Go ahead. What do you think? I guess I would marry any of the Chicago Cubs. So <gasps> yes, so I would marry. Language. I would oh, marry. Yes. yes, I would definitely marry David Ross. Oh, oh no, Chris he's a good Bryant. Dude. Chris Bryant. Woo! Okay. Right. Right. Everybody yeah. wants Chris Bryant. <laughs> he's always injured. I would marry David Ross <laughs> and George Clooney, and then. Um, Theo Epstein. Oh, oh my yes, gosh. He, it's all about yes, the Cubs yes, for you. Yes, yes. Yeah, I Theo would Epstein, definitely. the general manager. The, yeah, go which, for the, by yeah, the way, go for the money. He, both he's of the guys. no longer the general manager yeah, no. anymore. Oh, okay. I didn't realize but, that. Both of the guys yeah. that you mentioned, by the way, Theo Epstein and David Ross, former Red Sox employees, just to I be know, clear. I okay. know. I know. You're the big Rex Red Sox fan. <laughs> the Cubs so, are bad. But I know. But then they... They saw the light and they yeah. just so. I like you. I think it's more like they couldn't handle the pressure, but that's okay. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. She knows how to give it to you, Greg. I love that. <laughs> uh, who is on your hall pass list for three for Thursday? The three celebs that would be on the list. Uh, top of the list, Ryan Pavey. Ooh. He's one of the actors in uh, Hallmark. Oh, oh yes, yes, I've looked him up. <laughs> oh yes. Oh. Uh-huh. He makes me drool. Uh-huh. I still love Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom and Selleck. Jason Momoa. And Jason, Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. A lot of women love him. So you're kind of a facial hair sort of girl. You don't mind a good mustache or beard. Actually, I'm more of a hairy chest kind of girl. Oh. <laughs> mm. uh, Ryan Pavey used to be in General Hospital, and he is, like, in so many Hallmark movies, he is very attractive. Uh, his, the, between his eyes and his voice. Uh, he probably can't act his way out of a paper bag, but oh, that's okay. Yes, he can. No, you don't even notice if he's acting. Yes, that's he, the whole thing right there. He doesn't there. need to speak. You're right, but he is delicious. <laughs> There's three for Thursday this morning. If you'd like to add to the list, 775-0949. Here's our whole enchilada. Some important stories getting attention. Stories maybe you didn't know you needed, but here you go. Everybody is picking out their outfit, including you, Greg, for the day you actually go out in public and everything's normal again and everyone sees you again. You think I've thought about that one second? (laughs) 20% more men than women have have picked out their outfit. Come on! I mean, I've been thinking about that like when, when we get back to normal and you're dropping the kids at school and you see everybody like... You know, i got to get my hair done. I haven't done my nails in a year. I haven't got my eyelashes done. I'm a hot mess. <laughs> and i got to get, like, ready. 
You better start. <laughs> it's going to be here before it's you know been, it. It's been a nice break. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it really has, right? Yeah, yeah. And think of how much money you haven't spent on some of those things. Yeah, but I did spend money trying to do like... You know, the magnetic lashes and the stickers for your nails and all that stuff. Stickers? At home. They're, they're like stickers. They're really actually cool. They work great. Instead of like painting them or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I can't paint my own nails. It's a big mess. I'm just thinking, you better start booking your appointment now. It's going to be like trying to get the COVID <laughs> vaccine serious. to get in to see your stylist. Uh, here's something that was kind of crazy. Did you see the SpaceX uh, latest rocket launch? No. You know, Elon Musk has this company and they're talking about... Passenger space travel in the next few minutes and all that. Well, they launched another rocket yesterday, did the whole test. It went up to about 40,000 feet, came back down for the landing and went sideways and just totally destroyed. <gasps> and this is like the third rocket in a row of this make that has done that. So when people talk to me about, hey, don't you want to get on a rocket and go to space? I'm like, eh, I don't no, know about that. No, thank you. I don't think I do. You can go out and practice. I'm not going to be the practice. And Let by me... the way, how much money are they spending every time they got to like blow well, up a rocket? Elon Musk, you got to be just crazy enough <laughs> yeah. to, to be able to do these things. Good You're for right. him for yeah. doing it because they'll figure it out eventually, you know, and you have to have the money to spend, which he has. So Must be nice. Just like Alec and Hilaria. Is that how I say her name? I can never say her name. Are you talking about um, Alec Baldwin's yes, wife? Yeah, yes. Hilaria. Yeah. Uh, you know, she had a sixth child like a couple of months after she just gave birth, right? And everyone's like, what is going on? Well, they finally came out. They did say, you know, they had a surrogate mother. Had to be. Yes. And it did. So I don't know why they're popping them out two, three, four at a time. Like, like this is becoming an addiction. It's a little worrisome to me. It is. Because like, what is it in, in you that makes you feel like, well, I just had the new baby myself five months ago. I need another one. Well, I mean, I think that maybe they didn't know they were pregnant and she had that miscarriage and then it makes you want a baby more. I mean, you know, when when you have one, then you're like, oh my God, I need it, I need it, I need it, right? Meanwhile, you've already contracted and set up with a surrogate and she's moving forward. I'm feeling Octomom all the way here. Like, I'm feeling a bit Octomom-ish. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll see if they continue. Maybe their goal was to have as many children in the family as Alec had when he was a kid because he's one of six children. That's true. And I mean, you might as well get those genetics going and have make lots of pretty babies because they're beautiful people people. It's been a baby bust during the pandemic, so the Baldwins are just trying to do it all on their own. They're going to offset that. Uh, Here's some good news for you. Someone in Texas accidentally gave a jacket to Goodwill. You ever do that? You clean out your closet? You run over to Salvation Army or Goodwill or whatever? $5,000 was in (gasps) one of the pockets of this jacket that they gave to Goodwill. Who puts $5,000 in their jacket? I don't know. (laughs) And the employee at Goodwill who found it returned it to them. Oh, that's awesome. They knew who it was, huh? They figured it out. The employee could have pocketed that cash. Nope. And didn't. So the store ended up giving her a nice bonus for being so honest about the whole thing. You know, I mean, if you remember back in the day, maybe there's still some of these people, like, you know, through the Depression. My uncle used to hide money in all these things. When he died, we had to check everything. Including, like, inside the walls, the drywall, all that stuff. It was a real deal thing, you know, a little PTSD after that. It's a little bit crazy. Yeah. But understandable. All right, there's your whole enchilada. Oh, my gosh. You know, Amber Heard, you know who she is. She used to be married to Johnny Depp. Really bad divorce. Horrible divorce. Yeah, well, she is in a movie. Okay, she's supposed to be in a movie. And in her contract, it said if you gain a certain amount of weight, you're not in. And she gained the weight. She gained the weight during quarantine, during the pandemic. Like I mean, who everyone hasn't? else. And so now she can't be in this movie, which I think is complete pa- fat shaming, by the way. But whatever. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, there's a certain thing that goes with being in Hollywood, and yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, they want to make those blockbuster movies, those big paydays, yeah. So that, I mean, it is a little surprising that a weight thing would be like, how much weight could she have put on? I know, like. 20 pounds? I don't know. It's Aquaman 2, by the way. Aquaman 2, was she in that? Was Aquaman, Aquaman 1 good enough to make a <laughs> sequel for? She's probably uh, lucky she got booted out of that thing. Oh, my gosh. All right, so 520-775-0949. Here's the question. Obviously, none of us are Hollywood stars. No. We're not getting booted out of our contract for putting on a few pounds. We but don't have a clause, you know? In your relationship at home, is there something now that you've been in it for a while that would have been handy had you been able to add a little clause. I mean, one thing, <laughs> oh, one thing, Listen to you. I mean, seriously. <laughs> if you could go back uh-huh. and you could add a clause, right. what would that be? Uh, well, I asked my wife this question last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would probably have something to do with you recording me all the time at home with these things. <laughs> She hates it, huh? Oh, yeah. (laughs) She is not a fan. Nothing recorded. How did you know I was recording you? I see your phone in your pocket. (laughs) I'm not very good at it. I'm on to you. I would not be a very good spy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, seven seven five zero nine four nine. We'd like to hear from you. That's this it, huh? She wouldn't, uh, you know. Oh no, there was a whole list of things. Do you want more? I do. I don't, I don't want to sound ungrateful, but but, but oh, the way you follow me around in the kitchen sometimes, putting things away that I'm still using and closing cabinet doors behind me when I'm still using them and because you're so efficient and helpful. It's it's not like I'm walking around behind you waiting for you to leave it open. Yes, you are. I just come in. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Listen, in my defense. Uh, You do it here at work, too, so she's telling the truth. (laughs) What are you talking about? Uh (laughs) It's not my fault. You want to go over to the fridge and pull out the creamer and leave the fridge open for like like 20 minutes. For three seconds. While you're over there pouring. Oh, my gosh. Walk across the kitchen, which is huge. Oh, my gosh. Apparently, I'm annoying, more annoying than I thought. <laughs> All right, so what's in your marriage clause this morning? By the way, I want to hear from your husband wow. There's on nothing. this, too. I'm sure he has nothing. Oh, yeah. Know? Okay, well, we'll see what he has to say about that. Coming up next on 94.9 Mix FM, what would you put in your marriage clause? If you got one, uh, hit us up this morning, 775-0949. Amber Heard, the actress... Johnny Depp's ex got booted from the new Aquaman 2 movie. She had a contract clause that said if she put on too much weight before they went to film, yeah. they could let her out of the contract. They wouldn't have to pay her. And they did. Yeah, She yeah, put she, on a few pounds, I guess. She's out. I just looked at a photo, and she did. You know, she put on during the quarantine. Yeah, but like how much? I mean, I don't know. She's so little. You Thank know what I'm you. saying? She that, could probably lose it in a minute. You know, like in cameras, they add 10 pounds, right? So, okay. I, I mean, listen. We could use a, a superhero girl that has a few extra pounds. Let me tell you, it'd be good for the girls to yeah, see. Hollywood doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, but what we want to know this morning is in your relationship, is there a clause you'd like to put into it now that would allow you to flex a little muscle on your spouse, your significant other? I have one. When my husband gets cranky, that his voice tone goes to mute. <laughs> 
<laughs> You'd like that to happen. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not going to happen. Oh. Uh, I can't wait to hear what he had to say about you. No. We'll get to that in just a second here. But first, John has an answer for the marriage clause this morning. What are you putting in there, John? Uh, only allowing to ask me to pick up four items, no more than that, on the way home from work at the store. <laughs> <laughs> so she better choose wisely. And second would be, oh, she's only allowed two cute, wise, sarcastic remarks a day. <gasps> oh, oh. uh-oh. <laughs> You're the butt of her jokes, eh? <laughs> you got to watch out for that. Uh-huh. Uh, 775-0949, what would you put in your marriage clause that uh, now that you know your partner a little bit better than you did when you got married? You've been married. Uh-huh. You see these things every day, and you're like, mm. oh, <laughs> oh no. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Mare sat down with her husband and asked him last night, what did Matt say? This is a trap, isn't it? <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? You first I'm choking on your cooking. <laughs> oh you really want you yeah. asked me this? Uh-huh. Do I expect a pillow over my face to- tonight? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> What did you feed that poor dude? Uh, I made this egg roll in a bowl, but he was eating it and talking at the same time. Oh. You can't do that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that we shouldn't go to bed angry. Wait, who's the one who goes to bed angry? You. <laughs> That and is, medicated. That is such a you lie. You go to bed with melatonin. I do, I do. And you're well, not nice to me after <laughs> you take that. You're like... Tiger Woods on Ambien. I am. He'll <laughs> you go don't to, even know what you're I, doing. I won't go to bed angry. He will. But when I'm on melatonin, it's another story. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you say? That's after you wake me up. I, I no, cannot No, I'm scared see. to go to bed after you. <laughs> but you won't let me go to bed with you. I cannot be held accountable for what I do under melatonin. Oh, okay. Do you used to be so sweet to me at bedtime. Any other clauses? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there needs to be a clause on... Time equality. You need to be here with the kids so that I can go out and hang out with adult people. You going to go hang out with Greg? I feel like I'm becoming a child. <laughs> That's good news. I want to have a tantrum. Oh, well. I want adult time. Especially during this pandemic. So we don't have any adults to hang out with. So. <laughs> oh, no. That's so sad. Aw. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Well, you actually got away on that pretty good. I did, didn't I? Yeah, that was only a couple yeah, of things. Yeah, he didn't really have anything on me. Well, except, I mean, that last comment was pretty real. Yeah, oh, well, honest. you know, he's the stay-at-home dad. I mean, why aren't you doing your part around the house? That's what I want. <laughs> oh, <laughs> are you serious right now? No. I can't even. <laughs> I do everything. I mean, I'm just listening to what your husband's saying. <laughs> the guy obviously needs some support. Uh, Where are you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You're here at work with me. He, he, yes, I am. But he does need, you know, stay-at-home parents right now. It's the real deal. It's really hard. Oh, man, it's got to be you know, so Especially tough. if the kids aren't back at school yet. I mean, so. if anybody could have seen a pandemic coming, wouldn't that have oh, looked a lot different? Sure right? would have, I would yeah. have ramped up for that. All right. So after trivia, the pandemic has made people long for a lot of things. But about a third of us say it's made us realize this is what we need. This is the thing. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. What do you think, Mary? I think my mom and dad <laughs> and travel. 
Am I right? Moving closer to family. Oh, my gosh. Is the answer for 30% of people they say. I had no idea. That's exactly the thing they've been, they, they realized during this pandemic. They're yeah. like, Man, I gotta, I gotta move closer to the family. But then you're also like in the family politics, and it's great when you're far away too. So another poll showed a lot of those people say, but not too close. Oh my gosh, maybe a good car drive away. I mean, I think that having a good marriage has been at the whole, you know, one of the things we've learned. And then travel. Yeah. I mean, travel, travel. You you realize how important it is to not. What is it? Live to work or work to live, right? Like that's really like sank in over these. That's past one of my years. wife's favorite mantras. Yeah, her thing is work to live. My thing has always been live to work. Yeah, yeah. And we're trying to figure out how I can do a little more of that. Yeah, because she's got the right idea. Yeah, you just want right. to be able to. Well, I don't know because you want to be passionate about your job, and I am. You know, there's no, so, there's no doubt about that. So I, I understand, but not when it's slowly killing you every second. <laughs> 825, today's answer, moving closer to family is the thing about 30% of us say the pandemic has made us realize that's what we need. Coming back with commercial free music, a full hour of it, and we kick it off in five minutes on Nick. Morning Greg, Greg and Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.